Hello and welcome to Two Guys Sitting in a Closet podcast. I'm here with my co-host Maximilian Ives. Hey, what's up everyone? Uh, I'm so excited to be back here in the closet for our second episode. Who thought we would have made it this far? Couldn't have done it without all of you. And by all of you, I mean my lovely co-host, Tyler Velez, baby. Max, it's always a pleasure to have you. I wouldn't sit in a closet with anybody else. I I can't say the same. <laughs> That's awkward. <laughs> I'm All just, right. <laughs> I'm just saying, I would sit in the closet with other people. I don't know. So why don't we jump into the agenda then? I feel really bad now. <laughs> Since we have someone who clearly didn't get on the same page with me about the dynamics of our podcasting yeah, I would Yeah, no, I would never sit in the closet with anyone else ever. Oh, now you're just being dishonest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why don't we just jump into the agenda? Please. So the way that this podcast works is we get together and we sit in a closet we put up microphones and we sit across from each other and we really talk about whatever we want. And really, the podcast is meant to show friendship at its core level. The closet representing the so heart. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm just messing around. We're just doing whatever we want and having fun. But we do have an agenda today. Which, the, that agenda is, we are going to go through our recommendations we gave each other on the last podcast. Then we're going to go into a super special surprise podcast game that I'm going to spring upon Max. Yeah, today, today Tyler has the topic. Yes, Last I have the topic. I had it, now Tyler has it. Oh, that's one of the things under the category of about this podcast. Yep. <laughs> okay. We're getting well, through. We're getting there. We're we're inching. Only we're, one more thing. Oh my gosh! One more thing you have to say. We are like a train that just keeps going and going and going and going and going. And oh. then we're gonna wrap it up by giving each other new recommendations, <laughs> as we always do. All right, Tyler has handled the intro. We should all give him a round of applause. <laughs> I didn't think I was going to make it through it, but I somehow kind of did. A little assist here and there, but we're, we're there. Um, so, Max, do you want to do the recommendation first that I gave you or the other way around? What are you feeling today? Um, I'm feeling a little parched, so I think, I think we start off with you. I recommended a juice from 7-Eleven for Max. It's cold-pressed organic juice, clean and green. According to the label, this juice consists of 25 kale leaves, one parsley bunch, half celery, don't know what that is, three cucumbers, <laughs> two green apples, 13 mint leaves, one lime, and 15 spinach leaves. I know what celery is. It said half celery. I don't know if that's the right verb tense. I'm sorry. Um, okay. <laughs> so I have I have yet to try it. I haven't even opened it up yet. So just first impressions. I actually think the packaging is really good. I'm sure you can find it online. It's cold organic pressed juice. 7-Eleven. Go smart. Go with a exclamation point. So I'm I'm opening it up. It's got a little a little plastic on the uh, it's got top, a pop top of the cap. Pop top. Here I'll let them, you I'll yeah. let you hear the pop. I'll open mine as well. Um, first impressions, this sounds absolutely disgusting. 
Oh, you, <laughs> you didn't shake it. Wait, put the lid back on and shake it. It's, okay. It's a, it's a fresh, you, sh- you got to shake fresh juice. They make you do the work. <laughs> um, so, yeah, kale, cucumber, apple, spinach, mint, celery, lime, and parsley. That sounds so unappetizing. <laughs> <laughs> Until you taste it and you're like, wow. Okay, it's, uh, it's really got a lot of apple for it, I think. It smells like apple juice. I'm, I am now taking a sip. First impression, it's not completely liquid. There's like a little, there's some pulp. There's some pulpy pieces. Um, it's surprisingly mint forward. I kind of think, I kind of feel like I'm <laughs> drinking gum. <laughs> it's good. It's good. It's, it's not my favorite thing in the world, but it is, it is, it is a unique flavor with the, the mint and the, um, you know, a little bit of fruit juice is, I, I like, it. I like it. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go out of my way to get it, but I'm happy to have tried it. And I will be drinking this throughout the show. And uh, it's only got six grams of sugar, which is uh, pretty good for juice, I'd say. I think that's, you know, one of the keys to look for. So it's all natural too. There's no added sugar. It's all no from added the, sugar. It uh, it's got a good bit of fiber too. I mean, it's yeah, that'll something that'll crazy. That'll <laughs> clean me right out. <laughs> all right. Okay. Uh, now my recommendation was from the artist Dessa. She's one of my favorite artists. Uh, she's a rapper, singer. Uh, I recommended the song Mineshaft. Uh, obviously, we can't play it here on the podcast, unfortunately. But I just wanted to point out some lines that I really liked. Um, it starts off with something that I think is just so... Per- like, it almost feels so personal to me. The The list of things I used to be is longer than the list of things I am. And that's just... As you get older, you realize you know, things change and you start to lose things. And this whole song is kind of about loss and uh, things changing and just kind of bad luck. And she does it in such a beautiful way and she has such great flow. So, that I mean, the song, that first line, it doesn't even give you the impression that she's about to go in hard. <laughs> and I don't know if you've, uh, your impressions, Tyler, but... I I just think in the song when, as after that line she just like hits in with ex lover ex friend ex communicate ex excommunicated atheist and expatriate living in the heartland living on a small chance, and just the the flow of that that I was completely unable to do, uh, just she really hits hard and I when I first heard it I didn't expect it I don't know what you thought. Yeah, I had overall positive feelings from the music i was struck by the way that she can transition from vocalizations to flowing in a rhyme scheme and i mean it it really sounds like the song is a pop singer and a rapper but it's one artist who's yeah doing both yeah that's which I is think, which is kind of cool i think that's uh you know what really draws me to that is she's she's just multi-talented and and she writes her own stuff too which is another big thing that it seems almost unfair <laughs> that she's able to do so many things i don't think she produces her own music otherwise but she's just able to paint such a vivid picture like snow falls fast and thin angels ash virginia slims yeah, it was certainly interesting. I would say that I was impressed by the range. 
and the lyricism overall it's something that i was happy with would you would you listen to more songs if they were recommended to me and we were hanging out and you were like hey let's listen to this i would be down to listen but i don't think it's something that you'd seek i would seek out um people may be familiar of her she was on the hamilton mixtape if you heard that she's she does the song congratulations on the hamilton mixtape i think i can't remember if that's where i found her or i just found her and happened to find that but i'm a big hamilton fan and i like the hamilton mixtape as well so um you sh- you sh- that's not my recommendation for this week, but if you haven't listened to Hamilton, I mean, I don't know what you're doing. You watch it on Disney Plus or just listen to it. It's everywhere. Have you? No. You Yeah. Well, we should watch that after this. <laughs> <laughs> now it's time to jump into the meat and potatoes. I'm a vegetarian, but... Just I'll take the, the potatoes. I'll take the potatoes. That's just good. the potatoes. Let's that's totally it. fine, man. What's All the topic right. this week? Here we go. The topic this week is a game. I like games. Here is how the game is going to work. I'm going to ask you to make a prediction about the future. Okay. I'll say what's going to happen with this, what's going to happen with that, and you're going to tell me. And then the scenario that you tell me will either be the beginning, the middle, or the end of a story. And you have to fill in the parts that aren't there. So if it's the beginning, you need to finish the story through the middle and the end. Wait, so I have to do all the work? I'm going to help you do the story because I didn't okay. think of any. I, okay. I didn't think of any. It's not, yeah, I wouldn't put you through that, man. I, I have a heart. I'm not going to sit here watching you sweat and struggle in a closet <laughs> laughing while the podcast quickly deteriorates. I, okay. I won't do it. All right. All right. So we're going to work together. We are going to work much, together. How much time do we have? We are going to do five stories at five minutes apiece. And oh man, I remembered that. All right, five minutes to do a whole story. Now, do my predictions have to be realistic, what I actually think, or can I just predict something? This closet may be limited in space, but your ideas should never be limited, my friend. It can be whatever the hell you want. Okay, well, let's just start. (laughs) (laughs) all right so the first question i'm sure you've heard this question before so where do you see yourself in five years um at the current trajectory of where i see myself i think that i am in five years i'm probably going to be in a bigger closet um but not just recording a podcast like this closet is just going to be where I live. I'm going to be in a closet of some rich guy's house, and he's not even going to know that I'm there. I'm recording podcasts when he's away, but like this is my house, as in the closet. That is quite a brilliant response. And so... You don't need to patronize me. <laughs> I'm not patronizing you. I think that response is brilliant. Okay. It's the perfect beginning of a story. Oh, this is the beginning. Okay. Yes, this is going to be the beginning. All right. So we have five minutes to come up with a story. Three, two, one, go. All right. So this is the beginning of the story. So the story starts with me five years from now. So I'm 28, sitting in a, this new closet in this rich guy's house. Um, that's where it starts. It's Max sitting in the closet. I'm living here. All right. So... 
we don't need too much before that, but let's let's just like try to get an idea. How did I get to this? How did I get to this point? You know, I think is this is this by choice or is this out of desperation? You hid in this house when you were running from the police. Okay, so so I am a fugitive from the law. All right, that's that's probably enough background for us because we need to go forward in the story. Yep, we're at the beginning. We need to make progress. But it's important to know. So I'm a fugitive of the law. Uh, what did I do? What did I do? I think that's that's going to really inform my character. I think that you shot someone in the leg. Why? <laughs> why? Yeah, why did I shoot someone? I think you were just angry. I was just really mad. And You I, have anger management. Now, the question is, did I shoot them on the leg on purpose? Yeah, you didn't want to kill them. All right, so I'm a good marksman. <laughs> <laughs> and I shot someone in the leg on purpose, and now... I'm a fugitive from the law. So I ran into this rich guy's house. I saw this really nice place. And I thought to myself, you know what? I'm used to being in closets. I could probably be in this closet. It's a big closet. It's a walk-in closet. This guy's really rich. So I'm able to hide whenever he goes to get his clothes. Um, so we need... we need. Uh, what's the hook of the story then? I think, I think the obvious solution here of what the story is, is like, I'm about to get caught somehow. I think that... What happens is you're sitting in the closet one day and sort of everything's going normal. You're recording podcasts, living your life all happy. And then one day the wife in the house that you're living in kills her partner. Oh, okay. And now you have a moral dilemma because you don't know whether you should leave the closet and reveal yourself to tell the crime or yeah. if you should continue to hide. Well, this place is going to be crawling with police now. Presumably. There's a this guy is wealthy and he's dead. Those two things equal police. I mean, I didn't say it was a guy. Well, I said I was in a guy's house. Oh, I didn't catch that. I, mean, I said call. it so it's official, it's canon. All right, it's in the story. So, this guy's married. His wife kills him. Cops are coming, and you're in the closet. We know. I know the cops are coming. I know that she killed him. I you do. witnessed this. It you happened do. in the closet. It did happen in okay, the closet. Okay, so start of the story. I'm sitting in the closet. I'm just minding my own day. I just finished a podcast recording, and I hear the the couple come in. The two, the two people come in. I hear them coming in. They're arguing. They're mad about something. Um, we don't have a lot of time to get into what they're mad about, but they're mad about something, and. I hear a familiar sound. I haven't heard this sound in four years. It's a gunshot. Pop, pop. And I peek, I peek through between these shirts that I'm hiding behind. And I see the wife is standing over the, her husband with a gun. And the husband's bleeding out on the floor. All right? So that's, that's, the, that's the start of it. First thing that comes to my mind, cops are coming. Yeah. I thought I was safe. Well, the cops are coming now. So the quandary is, do I protect myself and get out of there? Or do I go to the police and report this brutal mur murder? And then I have to come clean about the trespassing that I've been doing. They'll find me for the assault that I had when I shot the person in the leg. Yeah, well, actually, it's not on the books as assault. They actually have you wanted for shot guy in the leg. <laughs> it says that oh okay yeah oh, and it says on purpose too yeah yeah that classic law that's yep. in the constitution i think yeah it's how a, much time we got it says do shot oh um one minute oh shit yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay all right um we need an ending for this so, okay um i okay fuck 
Um, um, do I team up? Do I team up with the woman? You know what I do? You know what I do? Oh. I come out. I'm gonna. I'm. I rush out of the closet and I wrestle that gun out of her hands. And I tell her, I, you just shot someone and there's only one solution to get away with this. And she's freaking out. But I managed to calm her down. Uh, we, we, get, uh, we put the gun in the husband's hand so it looks like a suicide. And then we get out of there and you know what we do? We find another closet <laughs> to live together as fugitives. And that's time. How, well, how much time do we have? We're, we're out of time. Out of time. That's the story. Uh, do you want to... Let's run through it. That is the story. You know what we should do? We should make this like an audio drama. All right? You're, <laughs> you're going you're to play the husband and wife. I'm going to play me. All right? <laughs> the scene opens. I'm uh, sitting, finish my podcast. Thank you so much for listening. This has been Two Guys Minus One Sitting in a Closet. I'm... Name Redacted. Have a great day. And then... I stand up, stretch, and then I hear a sound of two people arguing. My name is Johnny Richfellow. It would sure suck if I got shot today. Yes, it, it would suck, but you know what? You deserve it be- because you cheated on me, you whore. I did cheat on you. I just, let me go grab my shoes. I'm getting out of here. All right. And Don't shoot me. She, instead of shoes, she pulls out a gun. Oh no, this, a firearm. This is, <laughs> this is what you deserve. <laughs> and then and then I stand up uh, and I peek through and I go, oh no, this is quite a quandary. What am I going to do? The police are going to be crawling all over this place and I'm wanted for shooting a guy in the leg on purpose. And then and then I uh, make a snap decision. The, the wife turns around and I come out and I say, listen, uh, watch out! And and she looks to watch out, but I tackle her. <laughs> I tackle her, and we wrestle. And I don't I don't want to strike a woman, but she's a murderer. And also, I believe in gender equality, so I strike her, but like not not in like a bad way, just like enough to get <laughs> what? enough to get the firearm out. So we're both safe. Dude, <laughs> are you okay? <laughs> And, Do you need to talk about something? <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, holding the firearm, I say, "Listen, lady, you shouldn't, you shouldn't shoot to kill. You should only shoot to hit in the leg. Everyone knows this. Um, but you know what? I feel bad for you because it was a crime of passion. And I'll tell you, I've been living in this closet for years, and I'm on the run from the law. And the only way to get out of the run from the law is to find another closet to be in. Let's go. And then I take her by the hand." And we run, and we go to a new city, and we find another rich person's house, and then we start recording one guy, one woman in a closet on the lamb. The there end. There we go. Yep. Let's jump into the next one. Oh my god, I'm sweating. <laughs> oh yeah, let's jump into the next one. So, next up, the question for you, what is the most influential invention that hasn't been invented yet? Okay. All right, so here's what here's what's gonna get invented. Um, it's the next logical step of the internet. It's the internet of minds. People are connected in a neural network, and humanity has become like a hive mind of information. All minds are connected, like computers are connected on the internet. That is the end okay. of the story. That's the end game. Are you ready to start the time? We are starting in now. 
Oh, I thought you were gonna give a countdown. Okay, no. <laughs> five minutes. Um, uh, I don't want to. I don't want to dominate it, but I think I think we got five minutes. I think the most logical uh, way to start this is like the inventor of it, right? I guess. I mean, I don't know. Do you have any thoughts? You can help me out here. I would say that the inventor of the hive mind had a strange obsession for bees and other eusocial insects. Okay, so this is like this is like an insect guy. He's obsessive about it, though. Thinks that mankind would benefit from eusociality, like like ants too. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, maybe we stick with the bee thing. You know how like honeybees are disappearing. Mm-hmm. That type of thing? Yeah. Is there anything there? That's as far as I got. So I would say that the inventor of this strange device was crazy about bees, so he had it implanted in somebody that he knew to test it. Okay. But, but he couldn't test it without having a hive, so he made it, he made it his life's mission to get widespread adoption of this you know okay wait okay i got it i got it this guy tried to invent something that could turn people into bees yes but by accident he created this revolutionary technology and he's so frustrated because (laughs) (laughs) because that's not what he wanted so he's he's like a trillionaire. He created this he created this technology that has changed the entire world that everyone that everyone's signing up to buy because they can just like be on the internet in their mind. But he's just so frustrated because he just wanted the ability to turn into a bee. Exactly, exactly. And he has a website on this internet of the minds that has bee stuff. Like stuff to make your likeness look like that of a bee and nobody buys it and it makes him very sad. Okay, um, you know what his name is? What's his name? Robbie. Robbie. <laughs> okay, Robbie so we, Buzz. <laughs> Robbie Buzz. Our inventor Robbie Buzz um, has an obsession with bees. And he thinks he finally has got it right. He's got this machine and he wants to turn himself into a bee. And he, he, he hooks it up. And all of a sudden, uh, this machine, he's able to log on to his, his uh, B.com uh, from his mind. Okay? So that's, so that's like he, 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 just, he just cracked this invention. He puts on this helmet, and all of a sudden, he's like online. And he's so frustrated. And then his, his friend... Um, Teddy. I was trying to think of a B name. <laughs> Ted B. Ted B. His friend Ted B comes and they're chatting. <laughs> <laughs> Ted B comes. His friend Ted B comes and they're chatting. Um, and Ted B finds out about this invention. And Ted B's so excited and he doesn't understand why Robbie is just like so sad because it, it's not, he's like, it's, it's not working. And this happens to all his inventions. All he wants to do is turn people into bees. And all his inventions just, like, do something else extraordinary. Like, he solved world hunger. He's just, like, can replicate food um, because he wanted, to, he wanted to do something with honey. And he, and he, and he created this, this mind thing. So Ted B steals the technology uh, from him 
but uh, Robbie doesn't even mind. Robbie doesn't even care because like he's not focused on that, you know? He's focused on turning into people into beasts. So he doesn't even realize that technology is gone. Wow. Um, and so Ted, how much time we got? We have 45 seconds. Okay, so so Ted B gets it and he uh um he sells his kidney to get enough money to pay for more researchers to like keep working on it and Ted B becomes a trillionaire and and Robbie uh, never turns into a bee and um dies. <laughs> Thank you. So, okay, let's you want to do let's do the radio play. Do you want to play Ted B or Robbie? <laughs> 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 I'll be Ted B. Okay, I'll be Robbie. All right, so interior t- laboratory uh, evening. We see Robbie sitting at his workbench, and uh, he's he's holding on to this big helmet device, uh, and he puts it on his head. Now I will finally uh, achieve my goal of becoming a bee. Bzzz. And he puts the head device on and you see his eyes close and we cut to inside his mind and he's he's thinking oh yes this must be the process of turning into a bee wait what's this bee.com but that's my favorite website how am i able to access this from my mind oh no you know what i've done i've created an internet of minds this is the worst and robbie he takes off his helmet and he, he throws it down on the ground and he goes and he, he drowns his sorrows in liquor. And his friend Ted B comes over. Hey, Rob B. Well, hell, how you doing? Everything sucks. You sound great. That's, I'm drunk. I, I made another failed invention. It's the worst. What does this one do? Uh, fucking try it out. It doesn't do anything useful. Let me try it. And uh, Ted B puts puts on the helmet, and he sees that he's able to access the internet from his mind. Whoa! This invention sucks. Yeah. Let me go throw it out for you. Yeah, you should do that. I'm just gonna go die in the bathtub. All right, be safe. Nah, B, that's a good one. <laughs> and then Ted B goes and he takes the device. Now I have the device. I can make millions. And then Ted B, he he goes and he he sees he he's, he needs some startup capital, but no one believes his invention and he doesn't want he doesn't want to get out because it's not patented. So he decides to sell his kidney. Uh, I'm gonna make an incision here. And he's not he's not on un- he's not put under, so he's screaming in pain. Okay, I thought you were gonna scream in pain there. I'm sorry. I, I I didn't know if I should scream on the microphone. <laughs> uh, Alrighty. Then he sells his kidney and he he pays for some researchers and a patent lawyer, um, so that he can patent the device and he becomes a bajillionaire. All right. That was a great recap. I I can't imagine how entertaining it must be to hear random screams coming from a closet <laughs> for for anyone else that's in the house. My mom's here. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next one. Sounds good. And this one is an extra special one because rather than asking you a question, I'm going to give you a scenario. Okay. So hopefully this one will be interesting to you as well. Hopefully. <laughs> 
So I'm going to give you this scenario, and then this one's also going to be a little bit different in the fact that you're not going to be painting a story. This is sort of like a what are you going to do? And then the part where we radio through it will be interesting because you'll have to act out what you say you would have done. So. Okay. So you're in a suburban neighborhood and you wake up in a bush. You are butt naked, but you're totally fine. Okay. What's your next move? All right. What what time is it? It's like broad daylight. You can hear lots of people walking around, what, tending their gardens. What do I remember? You remember everything and you're totally fine. It was almost as if you were plucked out of your bed and just plopped into that bush. As if life was asking, what would you do? Okay. And I'm okay. How about we do this? Just give me five minutes. I'm just gonna try. Should I, should we work through it together, or should I just like try to get through this? So I'm gonna play the narrator in this scenario, okay. and you're basically so gonna is, tentatively say things that you want to do. So and it's I'm like gonna, a role playing game. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. All right, we got. Five, we're gonna do a five minute role playing game as our middle story, as a brief intermission, I guess, from this. Here we go. So I'm in the bush. The first thing I want to do is just like look around, see if anyone's there. All right, you look outside the bush. You see a group of people walking to your right towards you. You see a group of people walking to your left away from you. Okay, uh, how many people are walking towards me? There's about five. How old are they? A mix between about 18, 34, 40, 40, and 55. Okay, what about the people walking away? The people walking away are children. Okay, that's really useful to know. Uh, I think what I want to do is take some like uh, branches or like leaves off the bush to cover myself as best I can. It's a thorn bush, so you can't really grab anything off of it. Okay, uh, is there anything else around me, or is I'm just in a thorn bush? So you look behind you, and there's a larger hedge that you could hide in. I could hide it. Is there anything that I can like rip off to cover myself? No, but the hedge does run along the back of the house line, so you could use it to move. Um, you know what? I'm I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna yell. I'm gonna yell to the people walking towards me. I'm not gonna get out of the bush, but I'm gonna yell, "Help! I'm in a really bad situation." Okay. They scream. They don't. I don't want them to see me yet. I'm just okay. yelling. So okay. So they look startled and then look around and there's a man in the group and a woman in the group who are running towards the sound of somebody who just called for help. Yeah, I'm saying I'm, I'm over here in the bush. I, I'm in a really bad spot. They're coming. Um, like, can, are they like there yet? They're like about five steps away. Okay. I'm going to say, listen, I don't know what happened. I just... Ah! No. Hold on. They are freaking Wait, the me, fuck out, let man. Me, let me no, they don't want to hear it. They turned around and they ran away. And it looks like someone in their group is calling the cops. Okay. <laughs> uh, I guess I'm headed for that hedge then. I'm going to run I'm gonna run through the hedge uh, away from... Away from those people. All right. So you're running through the hedge away from those people. So unhelpful. And you get to the edge of the hedge line. You notice that there's someone working on their garden across the street, but they're turned around and they can't see. You could either make a run for a trail that leads back to your house, or you can 
try to go left, which is basically like you'd be hiding in cars and trying to take the street to your house. I, I really feel like someone should just help me. <laughs> I didn't do anything wrong. You hear cop sirens. All right, I'm running to the trail for my house. All right. So you run to the trail and you see people walking behind you when you enter the trail. They didn't see you, but they might be coming behind you on the trail later. What What's on the trail? So you're walking down the trail now. It's a trail through the woods, a regular walking trail. Are there trees? There's lots of trees. I want to grab some branches with sticks. Okay. And leaves. All right. You grab branches and sticks and leaves and you cover yourself. Okay, like I'm, I'm holding one in the back, one in the front. Yep, you hold it. Um, You're holding it. Okay, I want to, the people like who are behind me, I want to like approach them. Okay, so you turn around and you walk with leaves on towards a group of people. And I, I want to like, while I'm walking, I want to say, guys, I'm, I know this is super weird. Like I, I, I really understand that. I've, I'm in such a bad situation. They Can turn around and scream and run away. No. And now you see a cop pulling around the corner with his sirens on, looking right at you. Okay, I'm going to the cop. I didn't do anything wrong. Okay. The cop goes up to you and asks you I'm to get crying. On, asks you to get I'm on the put, <laughs> I'm putting to I'm like I'm putting the waterworks on. He asks you to get on the ground. Okay, I'm getting on the ground and I'm explaining like I don't know what happened. He, I think I was kidnapped. He's asking you to get on the ground and he put you in handcuffs. Okay. And now he sat you down. Okay. And he asks you why you're walking around the neighborhood naked, scaring the good people here. I'm I'm telling him, uh Listen, I am I am so sorry. I literally I think I was uh, drugged or something and kidnapped because I just woke up naked in the bush. I have no idea what happened. I just need help. I just need to get home. I'm I'm really sorry. I, it, this wasn't like some something to I was this wasn't intentional. So you woke up naked in a bush, he asks you. Yeah. How much time is there? And why is he supposed to believe this? I'm crying. <laughs> you don't woo the cop with your sob story about waking up in a bush. But it's the truth. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He picks you up, gives you a pair of pants, and drives you home. Oh. And then at the end of the day, Can we fall in love. <laughs> no. Ah, uh, that's fine. I mean, I don't know what love is. Is that five minutes? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Story number four. You got the timer ready? Yep. We're gonna let's try to keep this on time. I feel like we've been going over. Yep. Five even with minutes. the recap. Five hard minutes. Oh, even with the recap. Yep. We're okay. blitzing. All right, so we're not going to do like a full story recap. We'll just do a summary then. Yeah, but we'll act out the main parts. Okay, you want to do all that in five minutes? Yes. Okay, so let's say th try to get the story done in three minutes. Okay. So then we have enough time. All right. Are you ready for your question? Yeah, th this isn't timed, right? No. Okay. No. Yeah. Yeah, I'm ready. Your question is, who do you see leading the world in the future leading in what leading in any sense of the word you can pick what and who is leading the celestial spirit of julius caesar comes back to earth and you know actually hmm, 
All these have been so man-centric. Anyway, well, whatever. The celestial spirit of Julius Caesar comes back to Earth and uh, just starts conquering everything again. He wasn't he wasn't satisfied with his Roman Empire. And that's going to be the middle of the story. So it needs a beginning and it needs an end. Okay. All right. You ready for the time? And three and two and one. All right. Right off the bat, my first instinct. One, I want to get a lady protagonist. So okay. We got a lady protagonist. Um, her Her name is... Bethany and I think she okay so the beginning I think is going to lead up to somehow summer, summoning this ghost of Julius Caesar and he like pretty immediately starts conquering right okay yeah and then the ending of this how, what, how do we get the ending of this so the ending needs to be apocalyptic I, I mean like world ending and then we have the protagonist facing this celestial angered spirit of Mr. Caesar. Do you think he goes by Mr. Caesar? That sounds like a restaurant. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't know what he goes by. I don't know if they had, um, like, surnames back then. Isn't Caesar... This is not important. (laughs) (laughs) We're bleeding precious time. (laughs) All right, so there's a showdown between Bethany and Julius? Yes. All right. Um, how does the showdown end? With swords. Fighting. Do we end it on like a freeze frame of like, we don't know who's going to win. They're just like clashing. No, 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 no. So I would say that Bethany stabs the celestial spirit with a sword that's made out of special material that can hurt spirits. So is there a quest? Is there a quest uh, of her finding the sword then? Yeah. Yeah, the quest is like that could be our exposition. Well, she finds the sword first. Well, she has to the, find the sword. The middle of to the story is, is Julius Caesar. Comes well, back. well, the middle is him coming back. Okay, so yeah, then following it, we would have she needs to search for the sword to defeat Julius. You know what the ending should be? Her, she finds the sword. That sets us up for a sequel. Okay, yeah, let's leave it off where you know that's the whole entire story is just her finding the sword, and we don't have to come up with what she does with it because that's not until the sequel. Exactly. And we only have one story to cover. And when we run out of ideas, we'll do sequels for all these stories. <laughs> and we did that in two minutes and twenty two okay, well, seconds. Okay. Um do we wanna just try to flesh it out through improving the the play of of doing it or do we need a little Yeah, more? let's get fleshy. So you want to just like improv it from the beginning? Yeah. Do you want to be Bethany? or no, I want to be Julius. Okay, I'll be Bethany. Mostly because I want you to lead this one. <laughs> okay. All right. Are you summoned yet? No, no, no. Start at the beginning. Okay. She's okay. She does something to summon. Oh, you know what? How does she summon him? Yeah. That's that's what I was like. Wait a second. Um, It's just, it's just, a, it's just, a, she's on a. That can be the beginning. She's on a field trip to. Rome. Okay. And she summons him by accident. She's she's at a museum and she accidentally trips and just summons him by falling into some items. 
Yeah, yeah, and like something magical happens. Like a Caesar, a Caesar salad and an orange Julius, like in Rome. She falls into them. <laughs> they fall together. Yes, yes, and then this evil spirit manifested itself. Well, but let's not call him evil. You know. Okay. He's got his own. Opinions. He's causing apocalyptic world events by accident. On purpose. Okay, let's let's go. We're running out of time. All right, three minutes thirty four seconds. Okay, he summoned ah an evil spirit. Hello. Wait, I speak. I'm speaking Latin, I guess. Um, he says this in Latin. Hello, <laughs> I am Julius Caesar. I am gonna conquer your world. I don't understand what you're saying because you're saying it in Latin. What but, language ah. be this? <laughs> Uh, and and Julius he he goes and he just starts he just starts like mowing people down with his ghost sword. Oh no, he has a ghost sword. I need a sword to defeat him. And then cut like a year, like the world is just under the reign of Julius Caesar, and Bethany is um, she's at an old old man's house trying to get the information about this uh, this this ghost sword defeater, the the ghost defeater sword. All right. Hello. Bethany, what can I do you for? It's been 365 days. I need the sword. You're, you gotta speak up. I'm an old man. I need the sword, damn it. The sword. Yes. Is on top of Mount Vesuvius. I shall climb the mountain. Okay, I'm gonna go back to playing the bingo. Thank you. I'm Hello, I'm Julius Caesar. Ha ha ha. And I'm ah! learning English and I'm going to kill this old mentor character. No, run away. And, and no! he, he, he stabs the old man and that's the death of the mentor for the hero's journey. I loved him so much. I'm going to kill you now. No, ah! don't kill me. Ah, I dodged your sword. Oh no, I've been dodged. <laughs> I ran away. And then Bethany uh, runs to Mount Ves- she runs all the way to Mount Vesuvius. And, she, and that's time. Okay, well, let's finish up. She climbs the she climbs the mountain, she and she faces, climbs the mountain. She faces some trial and tribulations, and on top of the mountain is what? A freaking sword, baby! Credits. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Five minutes and forty five seconds. All right, that was jam packed, but I liked it. One it more. Good. All right, the last one. What is? The most popular activity 50 years from now. All right. So in 50 years, the most popular activity is uh, polar bear boating because all the ice caps have melted. And now people use polar bears like for boats because they don't have any ice to stand on. And that's the beginning of the story. Oh, snap. Okay. Beginning of the story, we've got, um, you know what, I'm I'm just getting imagery from Avatar The Last Airbender already, you know, like, uh, people in the, in the North Pole or the South Pole, right? So I'm seeing a brother and sister, and they're boating, but their boat is a polar bear. Is it alive? I mean, I think all the polar bears died. <laughs> Are they swimming on the back of a polar bear, or is the polar bear... The polar bear's a boat. Is it, like, flesh of an animal? <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> it's like... 
Are you describing a boat made out of no, no, animal no. Okay. flesh? No, no, no. So polar bears, um, they don't have any ice, so they're always in the water. So what people do is they they uh, jump out of helicopters onto the backs of these swimming polar bears, and they ride them around. Okay. And you know what this story's about? Polar bear civil rights. I see. Are we? Have we started the time? Yeah. Okay, I'm, I just need like a little back and forth here. Help me out, buddy. <laughs> well, I think that the polar bears are great for landing on. I understand that it's a controversial opinion and there's groups advocating for not doing it. But at the end of the day, it's just a lot of fun. So what do you say to all the people out there that think you don't want them to have fun? <laughs> What? <laughs> Am I talking to a polar bear? <laughs> is that what this has come to? <laughs> All right then. <laughs> I don't think that we need a recap for this one. <laughs> um, you know, we could do another one, but I feel like that's the end of this segment. <laughs> that is the end of this segment. It's been a good segment. Wow, we really ended it on a high note there. <laughs> really went off. <laughs> it's fine. The that's last what, one was good. That's what this podcast is all about, baby. <laughs> we're just sitting in the closet. That's it. And we're doing whatever we, we want. want. Uh, <laughs> okay. All right. Our final segment of the show is we're going to give each other... Uh, recommendations. 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 Okay, cut. All right, recommendations. There we go. <laughs> uh, I'll start, I guess. All right. Today, I want to recommend for you sitting down in the shower. <laughs> Listen, it's... um. <laughs> You know, I've been a little depressed this week. I'm not going to lie. And it, and it's really kind of a depressing thing that, like, while you're in the shower, you're like, you know what I need? I need a break from all this. <laughs> but it feels nice sometimes just to, like, take a seat and let the water run on you. And I just think one time this week, I just want you to sit down in the shower and I just want you to take that time to reflect. Thanks, Max. I will and then report back during the next podcast. Yeah, it's it's not an everyday thing. It's just sometimes you just need to have a little seat. Yeah, it should be serene. I look forward to it. Good. It's also if you're really depressed. <laughs> Are you trying to tell me something? No. Uh, what's your recommendation? <laughs> <sighs> My recommendation for you... You can... T- tell that he's coming up with it right now (laughs) (laughs) i i do what i like to call spot recommendations aka fun recommendations aka i think of them on the spot because that's fun he's stalling i want you to play go because i want to learn how to play go but i don't want to learn by myself i want someone to just teach me this bitch is recommending something he hasn't ever tried. Okay. So I am going to learn a game. And then I am going to teach you the game. Yeah, that's my recommendation. That's your recommendation. It's more like a request. 
Okay. <laughs> wow. I just told you to have a seat. I was, you know, I was like, oh, should I recommend a movie? No, that's probably too much work for him to do. <laughs> Great. All right. Um, th- is that the show? <laughs> I mean, there ain't anything else on the agenda. Do you have anything to say to the people? Hey, thank you so much for listening. Uh, sincerely, we love you so much. And yes, that's just, that's the show. That's two guys sitting in the closet. Uh, we really need to figure out how to end this. <laughs> Chocolate makes me thirsty. Yes, it does. All right. Good night. See you next time. Or morning. Bye. Bye. Or afternoon. <laughs> Any time of the Okay, bye. My name is... <laughs> That's Tyler Velez here. This is like the fifth time we recorded the intro, and you know what? This is this is what we're working. Did with. you did you have to burp? I didn't burp. What are you talking about? <laughs> you burped right when you said your name. No, I didn't. You you said my name. <laughs> I didn't burp. <laughs> I didn't even say my name. You said my name. Oh yeah, yeah. But but you burped. I didn't burp. I would remember if I burped. We can play back the audio. Okay, okay, okay. Let, you let's just restart. It. No, let's just restart. Let's just restart.